So at the very end of Simon Reish Mem Gimel, we'll finish off Reish Mem Gimel and begin Reish Mem Dalit. Sifkat and Tezayin. The Ramah said there's a machlokis if you rent your field to a non-Jew in a way that's usher, are you allowed to use the money that he gives you? The first opinion says mutter, and the second is usher v'chein ikr, and the Ramah seems to paskin like the latter, where it's usher to utilize that money. Comes along the Mishnah Burah Sifkat and Tezayin, v'achronim hiskimu d'lo pligi, v'achronim argue with Ramah, and they say there's really no debate in this issue. It just depends on the circumstance. The makum the mutter midina in a place where you're not really in violation of any real iser to go and shehisker merchatz lani yehudi l'sharon l'chodesh. You're renting out the bathhouse to a non-Jew for a month or for a year. Demishum schar shabbos leka and halohu b'havla. You're not over the iser of schar shabbos because he's not just paying you for shabbos; he's paying you for the weekdays as well. If the only iser is marasayin, lachain b'diavid mutu lekabel haschar me'ni That's why b'diavid you're allowed to accept the money. Masha'in kain im hischiru liyamim. In contrast to a case where you're renting it out by the day, demidina aser mishum schar shabbos. Then I'm really making money for the fact that he's renting it on shabbos. Because you're in a real violation of the Isser of Schar Shabbos, you cannot accept the money. So the Achronim are saying, if you're over the Isser of Schar Shabbos and you rented the field or the Merchats in a situation where you're really gaining from the arrangement, you cannot accept the money. If the only thing you're doing wrong is you're in violation of Marasayan, that's more mekel, and you could use the money. Simon Reish Mem Dalad. What types of malacha can a non-Jew do for a Jew on Shabbos? So just a quick summary of what we've gained from Reish Mem Gimel we saw there were three categories. A resus is where you're hiring a non-Jew as a sharecropper, and he's taking a portion of the produce or the revenue for himself. Uh, we had schirus, where the non-Jew is renting out your field or your bathhouse, and he's using it for his own purposes. So both regarding resus and schirus, you are over no real isser. And by the case of a sada, it is mutu legamre, because there's no marasayin. And regarding a merchatz, it's also based on marasayin that people will assume the non-Jew is not renting it, and he's not a sharecropper. They'll be choshed you and assume that he's a schiryo. The third category was kablonus. Kablonus was a situation where the Jew owns the field, or the Jew owns the merchatz, or the, the store, and the non-Jew is working for him, and he's getting paid a salary, but all of the revenue, all of the produce, is going directly to the Jewish owner. So in the case of the field, we established that Medina, it would not be usher, because since there's a set amount of work that needs to happen, the non-Jew could theoretically choose to do that work on a different day, and the only reason he's doing it on Shabbos is for his own convenience. That's not a violation of Amir Lakum. In contrast to the merchatz, or any case of a Jew, a non-Jew, owning a, or running the store for a Jew, 
So then if he chooses not to be there in Shabbos, then the Jewish owner is losing out money. So every day that he's there, he's bringing in more revenue, and that would be a real violation of Schar Shabbos and Amir Lakum. Within this third category of a non-Jew working the field or working the store for a Jew, there are really there are two subcategories. A is what's known as a schir yom, where you're hiring him for the day, you're paying him for his time. So I could pay him for how many hours he's working, how many days he's working, but it's not the job, it's the amount of time. That's a schir yom. B is the classic kablon, a contractor, where I'm paying him for the job. It doesn't really make a difference how long it takes. Now, likely the, the price he gives you for how much it'll cost to, to fix your car is based on calculating how much time, how much labor. But conceptually, I'm not paying him for his time, I'm paying him for the job. So a schir yom is much more severe. We view him as the shliach of the Jew, and that's a real violation of Amir Lakum. And a kablon who has a job, that's not a real isr of Amir Lakum because he could do it whenever he wants to. If he chooses to do it on Shabbos, that's his own prerogative. So that's a schir yom versus a kablon, and we'll see this distinction in the Mechaber. First sif, posik adam, perush, mas na'im en Yehudi al-malacha, that a Jew is able to stipulate with a non-Jew regarding malacha, the kotzeis domim, and set a price, the any Yehudi osel atmo, and the non-Jew could do the work for himself, afal pishu mutter, even if he chooses to do the malacha on Shabbos, he chooses to clean your, your suit, or to fix your car, it's mutter. The medivar memurim, in what case is this true? Bitsina, assuming the non-Jew is doing the malacha for you in a private way. She'ein makirim ha'kol she'zo ha'malacha ha'naseis b'shabes shal Yisraelhi, where people will not realize that he's doing malacha for a Jew. But if it's known to all what he's doing, it's clear that the non-Jewish gardener is working on the Jewish home. Usr, then that's a problem. Shaharoa as en Yehudi Osek Eni Yudaya Shikatsas. Because when you see the non-Jew doing malacha for a Jew, and you don't know for sure that he's a kabbalah and that you're paying him for the job, the Omer Shaploni Sachar Eni Yehudi Lasos Lo Malacha Bishabis. And you be Khoshed the Yisrael and say he's hiring him to do malacha Badafka and Shabbos. He's a Shir Yom. Lafikach Therefore, if someone hires a non-Jew to build his courtyard or his wall or to harvest his field, in all of those cases where it's mechubal akarka and everybody knows he's working for a Jew, as long as the work is taking place in the Medina or in the Tchum, it is also for the Jew to allow him to do that malacha on Shabbos, because the people who are seeing this don't know that he's being paid as a kablon for the job, and the, they're going to think that he's a schir yom. 
So even though there's no Amir La'akum, this would be another example of an Isser of Marazayim. Comes along the Ramah. Even if one lives in a non-Jewish area, you have to still be concerned for Jewish guests that are coming and they're going to see this. Or for the people of his home who are going to see and they're going to be choshed him. Which is somewhat troubling, as we saw before in the Mishnah Vura, that when it comes to B'nai Beso, if it's only a Maris Ayin on a Durbanin, we're not concerned usually. So why would this be different? And the Mitzvah will see that the reason it's more severe in this case is because it's Mechubu karka. We'll see that in the Mishnah Vura. In the Yemhaisa Melacha Chutz Latchum, the Mechaber continues, if the Melacha is taking place outside of the Tchum, and there's no other city in the place where the malach is happening, mutter, then there's no concern for Marasayim. Regarding a non-Jew who's taking the flock of a Jew to fertilize his field, we'll see more about that later on in Mitzvah so here we have the fundamental principle of a kablon, that as long as you're paying him for the job and not by the hour, not by the day, there's no iser b'mir But that's only a when no one knows he's doing the job for Yisrael. If it's something that's b'farhesia, everyone knows he's doing the malach on behalf of a Jew, then we have the problem of marasayim. Says the Mishnah Vura Sifkot and Aleph, v'kotzeis damim, where you make an agreement that he'll do a job for you for this set price. If he's doing it to pay you back for a favor, we'll learn more about that in Reish Mem Zayin and Reish Nun Beis. Sitkat and Beis. Mutter. Why is Kablanus Mutter? Even though he's choosing to do it on Shabbos, he's doing it for his own convenience to finish up the job. He gains nothing by taking longer. The shorter amount of time he's able to finish the job for the Jew, the more time he has for other jobs. And the Yisrael ain't compared to Bezeh. The Jew has no hakpada. He doesn't care if it's done on Shabbos. Dim lo hayom. Because the Jew knows if he's not doing it today, then then he'll do it the next day. Because if the Jew was to tell the non-Jewish worker, I need this done on Shabbos, so then of course that's also like we'll see in Reish Mem Zayin. So in order for a Kabbalan to be Mutter Medina, number one is you're paying him for the job, and number two is you're not requesting that it actually takes place on Shabbos, you're giving him enough time that he could choose to do the malacha on a different day of the week. This is a very common question when you bring your clothes to the cleaners. Right, it's Friday afternoon and you're rushing before Shabbos, you want to pick up your suit, you're going to drop off some other clothes, and you're giving it to them 10 minutes before sunset, and they're closed on Sunday. And you say, I want this back Monday morning. So is that considered, although they're kablon, and although it's betzina, no one knows they're cleaning your suit, maybe you could argue it's still usher because it's tantamount to telling them that, you're, please, I need you to do this on Shabbos. 
So Ramosha actually has a tshuva on this, and he says there's no problem, because even though they're closed on Sunday, that's their own choice. They're closed on Sunday because it's more convenient to do their work on Saturday and be closed on Sunday. And therefore, it's not like you're telling them, I need you to do it on Shabbos. However, if you were dropping it off literally right before Shabbos starts, and then to take the hypothetical case where they're open Sunday morning and you say, I need it first thing Sunday morning, so the only way they could do it is by doing it on Shabbos, so then that's telling them, do the Malacha on Shabbos, and even though they're a Kabbalan, that would clearly be Asr. Maybe you could argue, well, I'm not really telling them to do it on Shabbos. Theoretically, they could do it on Motsoi Shabbos. They could stay up till three in the morning, a Saturday night, and do it then. To that, we'll see the Mishnah Burah, that he feels that's not acceptable. The only time we say that it's not considered me telling them to do it on Shabbos is if they have a realistic way of doing it a different day of the week. To say they should stay up till two in the morning, uh, that's not realistic, and therefore it would be Asr. Sifkat and Gimel, Bitsina, they should do it in private. The work itself is in a private way. Where people don't realize that the non-Jew is doing it for a Jew. But the truth is, even if he was doing it in a public way, you have a car mechanic that's outside in the, in the parking lot of, and people are passing by, but no one knows it's your car... So then, Kevin the Malacha Atzma Shall Yisrael. As long as people don't know the Malacha is for a Jew, even though officially it's in a public way, that would be mutter as well because there's no Marasayin. Sifkat and Dalid, She'ed Makirin Hakol, Afilim Katzas Yodim Shehi Malaches Yisrael Shari. Afal Gav the Mavor Lekaman Bahagad the Yesh Lachish LeOrchem Bnei Beisa Shiach Shduoso. Even though we, we're going to say in the Haggah that having only a few people or B'nai Beso seeing you, they're choshed you. So why over here are we less concerned if it's only Kitsas Yodim? So Shom Shehi Malachas Mechuber. That's referring to a case where it's Mechuber Lekarka. Ustam Mechuber Shem Balav Nikra Alav. Anything that's part of the ground or a structure then it's more likely that it's known, and therefore hechmiru bobiyose were more machmir, in contrast to a case of kablonis where it's not mechuber, only a few people knowing would not be a concern for Marzayim. Sitkotan hei, lefikach, ratzalomar, distam mechuber havik ilu yadu mefersemish yishal yisrael. These cases of building a wall or the courtyard or plowing the field, those are cases where we assume people know it belongs to a Jew, and then so therefore you have Marasayin. Sifkat in Vav, Chetzero Koslo, Vafilu Imhu Omei B'makom She'en Yedua Shehu Shalom, even if you're in a place where people don't know it belongs to you, Gam Kein Aser, D'yeshlochosh L'shcheinav Sheyodim Shehu Shalom, V'yach Shedua Shehezchiru Hu Liyamim, you still have to be concerned for the neighbors, the neighbors that know it really belongs to you, and therefore they're going to be choshed you that he's a schir yom. Right, so the basic idea is, as long as some people know when it comes to something that's mechubal akarka, that's a problem of marasayin. If it's something like taking your clothes to the cleaners, or a car to the mechanic, even if a few people know, as long as it's not before some, then it would be okay. 
Sifkaben Zayin, Likzer Lo Sadeyu, to harvest your field. Afagav the Derech Sada Lerisus, even though we said before that it's common to hire somebody in a Risus deal, which is Mutter, Bimkein Yizburu Shalakacha Berisus, and therefore the question is, why is there Marasayin? Why would they assume he's a Schir Yom? They'll assume he's an Aris. Aser, it's still a problem. The shiny hasam, the kishyachru adavar yimatzah shekain hush en yehudi en yehudi cholik beperos. We're more mekel and reish mem gimel because there, when people look into the matter, and they find out that the non-Jew is actually getting some of the produce, then they'll realize, okay, it's an aris. Avol hacha sheyiru be'esa katzir she'eno she ha'eno yehudi notel beravach. But here in the time of harvest, they see that the non-Jew is taking everything. Rather, the non-Jew is getting nothing. It's all going to the Jewish owner. Then, they'll know retroactively, hey, this guy wasn't an Aris, and they'll think he's a Schir Yom. They won't realize he's a Kablin. It's a common thing to hire people for the day. Now here we have a very fundamental machlokas achronim, and this is nogei l'maisa in many areas when it comes to having a plumber come on Shabbos or a handyman or a painter or an electrician. Afilu iminag ha'ir lizchar bekibolis. If the custom where you live is to hire bekibolis to pay for the job, das hataz lahachmir shelo lahaniach en yehudi laasos besada b'Shabbos v'yomto. Still, the tazas of the opinion that we cannot allow a non-Jew to do malacha in the field on Shabbos Yantuf, the kol shekein babinyan bias, and for sure, when it comes to something in the house itself. Because even though the norm is to hire people as a kablon, people will still be concerned, or they'll be choshed you that he's a schir yom, because that's also a common thing to do. So that's the opinion of the Taz. Even if the normal thing is to have a plumber or a painter or a handyman and everyone knows you're hiring for the job, you're not paying them by the hour, it's still usr because a schir yom is normal and they'll consider it or they'll, they'll assume it's a schir yom. The yesh ma'kilin, but some are mekel, Rebbe Kiva Eger and others, and they held that as long as the minig is to hire someone Bikibolis, kibolis who dafka kishikolam malacha who bikibolis, meaning to say that all of the malacha is in this fashion of kablonis, la fuka imraka adricha levado hu kablon, to the exclusion of a case where just the guy in charge, the, the foreman, is a kablon, ushar misayman derech lescharam lepadam liyom, but his workers are people that often you would just hire them out for the day, a filu im hu scharam hakol bekablonis gam kenaser. So in any situation where, even though it's normal to hire the head guy as a kablon, if it's also normal to hire his helpers, meaning you, the Baal Habayis, are going to go and hire helpers for the day, then even if you were to do so be kablonis, that's marasayin. But assuming the whole thing is kablonis, and the norm is that everyone participating in the job is paid as a kablon, then Rabbi Kiva Eger was mekel, and he said there was no marasayin. So how do we paskin? It's a major shiloh. Ayin bir halacha shibiranu. 
Shibisoda yesh lismoch al divrehem b'makom hefsid. When it comes to a field, you can rely on Rabbi Kiveger and other achronim in a makum hefsid. But when it comes to the house, work that's being done on the house or for the house itself, it's not clear one could be makal even b'makom hefsid. To who negid das kama poskim, because that flies in the face of many poskim. The ayin b'shari tshuva b'shed nanda b'yehuda simmin yud base. Take a look here at the Sharetzio and Sifkot and Vav, where he says the uh, the Chadusha of Akiva Eger is the source of the lenient opinion. Vigam primagodim kosev shenira lo lahakel. The primagodim is also inclined to be mekel. Ach bechadusha of Akiva Eger kosev de filu bekibolis bias yesh lahakel kishahamine kola irhu bekibolis. So Akiva Eger says even for a house when they're doing something, it's construction, it's painting on the house itself, if that's the custom that everyone's hired in a Kablanus deal, Rekiva Eger was mekel even in that case. Primagodim nizkar bikibolis the sada, v'efshar shdegam daito k'rebikiva Eger, umash nizkar sada lavdafka, and it could be the Primagodim would agree that even by a bias you could be mekel. But the conclusion of the Biralacha, and this is what the Mishnah Buru is quoting, for a field, you can rely on Rabbi Kiveger and others, but for a house, it's a major tzarech in, even b'makom hafsid. We'll continue next time with Sifkat and Ches.